Would you say you and Aang have a rocky relationship? <laughs> Look no further, Danielle. I've found the recipe. One tablespoon of granulated white sugar. What? One package of taco seasoning. What is this? One teaspoon of garlic salt. One fourth to one half teaspoon of ground red pepper powder. Uh-huh. Four heaping cups of plain cornflakes. Okay. Four ta- tablespoons of sesame oil. Okay. That's how you make the perfect Fire Nation flaming fire flakes. Um, I would just guess they're like Takis or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You don't yeah. want to make them yourself? No. But it, it would be like uh, cool. Like it, this has cornflakes in it. I like, hate cornflakes. Well, it's not just the cornflakes. There's more to it. They're fa- flaming fire flakes. I don't know about that. But um, yeah. No, I, I, that's cool, I guess. I'm I'm more of a, a Takis girl, you know? Hot Cheetos. <laughs> well, no, Hot Cheetos are different from Takis. Choose one. Either or. Both. Um, no, gun to your head, choose one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, remember when I got you flaming hot, like, uh, cheese puffs? No. You don't remember that? I do remember, and no. That's my answer to that, no. <laughs> Oh. No, yeah. <laughs> um, Underrated Flaming Hot Funyuns. Wait, what? You've had that? Yeah. That's a thing? Mm-hmm. That sounds terrible. Like, I'm already skeptical of Funyuns in general. They're pretty good. They're not great. No, they're not great. I, I mean, I, Funyuns themselves are not great. So. I, I do like Funyuns, but I, do, I, I can recognize that they're very, like, they're very suspect. As a as a snack. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor Funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think we should we should submit that as a clip to get them as a sponsor. I think so too. Um, Funyuns, if you ever want to sponsor us, or we could help you make the the best uh, flaming hot, you know, flaming sorry, fire flake Funyun recipe. Sure, but yeah. Funyuns, um, we 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 think... have to tie it into the show. Why would we contribute? Because Funyuns, we think your product is okay. So give us money, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Very okay. <laughs> Welcome to Rocky Relationship and Avatar: The Last Airbender podcast. I'm Danielle, and I'm Erin. <laughs> and today we're talking about Chapter 16, The Deserter. The Deserter. The Deserter. I have to say, I know I forgot about this episode last week. However, I do think that this is one of my favorite season one episodes. Wow. I, I, really? I will say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like this episode because it stuck out to me when I first saw it. Um, I really love John Jong, Jong Jong, sorry, as a as a character. And um, I just love the lesson of like him showing up Zhao. I, I think the whole Zhao fight is phenomenal. So I don't know. This, this whole episode i like this episode it's not in my top for season one it's pro- it's really? more towards the middle for me Damn. it's not really my favorite um i liked uh the introduction to jong jong i just feel like throughout the series he could have been used more like he could have yeah we only see him in this episode and then there's uh, only so many old old daddy uh gamer club members that we know about yeah this is the third the third one we see which is cool yeah if you don't know the show, which I don't know how you're listening to this podcast, if you haven't listened to the whole show, watch like, the whole show. How this podcast is even remotely listenable? Sorry to my family. Do we have someone who's 
just watching each episode. If you're like out there, us? if you're just watching each episode and listening to the each episode of the podcast as you watch, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> well, if you don't, if you if you're watching this first time, yeah, I would say this is a great rewatch podcast. It is like it 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 it's meant to accompany you on your rewatch or launch your rewatch. Yeah, that too. So I think listening to this whole podcast. Once we finish it, you know, whenever we finish it, yeah, this would be a good like prequel. We are not catering this to first time listeners at no, all. No. <laughs> Speaking of not catering this to full time listeners, uh, let's first talk time. about about to first time listeners. Let first time watchers. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Legend of Korra for a second. Oh yeah. <laughs> time to alienate them. Very quickly, um, I saw this post that was interesting, and in this episode made me think of it because of the old Daddy Gamer Club. Um, but we're talking about the white Lotus. Yeah. So yeah, (laughs) yeah. Should have mentioned that. Um, I saw this post on like Instagram about, uh, how people were kind of underwhelmed and felt like the white Lotus, um, order of the white Lotus should have been used more in Korra because it was, I agree. They were kind of like a glorified, like avatar sage group. Yeah. They're, they were like the secret service group. Like of the avatar yeah, they, they, in Korra. They basically took over the role of like the sages for each, like the Fire right. Nation sages, but it was more like unified throughout the four nations. I think it's an interesting thing though. Oh, gosh, I, now I'm going to go, we're going into Korra because <laughs> they, there was the Red Lotus. So they had, right. like they were reacting to like, there there's a whole group of people that want the avatar dead and we have to protect her at all costs. Right. I just feel like, like they could have just been used so much more yeah they were so cool and instrumental in the season in the series finale and (laughs) when they all just got out their matching robes that they like just bought that day or something (laughs) (laughs) like they just they put on their matching outfits and how do the how do they all know each other i don't know i don't know but i coming back to this episode (laughs) yeah coming back to the show (laughs) yeah this yeah this entire series but uh, yeah, I like I said, I think this is one of my favorite. Um, I also love the healing, like discovering of the healing bending. Um, I think I've already said this, but I'm a really big fan of bending lore. Mm-hmm. So I love learning about like new bending styles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have like a, a I, I, we'll talk about it kind of later, but um, I have like a kind of question I want to pose to you in terms of like, transbenders you know what i mean like people who might identify with other bending styles mm. but they're of one you know they're of one nation so and i think zhang zhang has a moment where he kind of shows that but we'll talk about that after the plot summary um interesting so, yeah yeah i well it's i think it's an interesting discussion point but anyway so uh you want to get right into it yeah let's go before learning fire bending, you must learn water and earth. Water is cool and soothing. Earth is steady and stable. But fire, fire is alive. It breathes, it grows. Without the bender, a rock will not throw itself. But fire will spread and destroy everything in its path if one does not have the will to control it. That is its destiny. You are not ready. You are too weak. Chapter 16, The Deserter. The gang is traveling through a forest when they see a flyer for the Fire Days Festival at a nearby Fire Nation town. Aang wants to see firebending up close, so he begs Katara and Sokka to go, and they reluctantly agree. 
Knowing that they are wanted by the Fire Nation, they don disguises and head into town. At the festival, the gang stumbles on a fire show where Aang finally gets to see some firebending in action. The performer takes Katara on stage as a volunteer, and he attempts to create a fire dragon that looks like it's about to devour her. Aang fears that she is in danger, so he jumps on stage to airbend the fire dragon away, which of course lets the whole town know who he is. The gang then attempts to flee from the scene while being chased by guards. While running away, a man who has been secretly following them helps create a diversion using explosives and fireworks that allows them all to escape. They rest up at a nearby camp, and the stranger introduces himself as Che. Che says he serves a firebending master named Zhang Zhang, who is the first soldier ever to abandon the Fire Nation army and live. He takes the gang to see Zhang Zhang, and Aang is hopeful about getting to meet someone that could possibly teach him firebending. When Aang meets Zhang Zhang, he refuses to teach Aang firebending at all. Since he hasn't mastered water or earthbending yet, Zhang Zhang claims firebending is the most dangerous of the four elements to control, and Aang just isn't ready. Suddenly, a vision of Avatar Roku appears in front of Zhang Zhang and tells him that the Avatar has learned firebending for a thousand lifetimes and demands Zhang Zhang teach Aang firebending, which he obliges to. During their first lessons, Zhang Zhang goes over the basics and fundamentals of firebending, such as learning how to feel the energy of the sun. But Aang grows impatient and wishes to be taught more things faster. Zhang Zhang criticizes Aang for his lack of discipline and says that he once had a student who was similar to him, who had no patience and no self-control, and Aang apologizes for his outburst. Zhang Zhang then tells Aang to stay still and hands him a leaf with a small fire ring and instructs Aang to control the ring of fire so it does not burn up the leaf. Zhang Zhang steps away, and while Katara is watching Aang hold the leaf, he starts to let it burn and begins playing with the little fireball he made. As he's playing, he attempts to imitate a trick the fire performer did, but he accidentally singes Katara's hands, causing her to cry out in pain, and Sokka tackles Aang to the ground. Zhang Zhang runs back and urges them all to leave because Fire Nation soldiers have been spotted nearby. At the river, Katara tries to cool her hands in the water, which miraculously heals her burns. Zhang Zhang witnesses this happen and tells her that she possesses rare waterbending healing powers. He laments about how he wishes he had the ability to heal instead of destroy. During this, Admiral Zhao, who has been on the Avatar's trail since the festival, pulls up to the camp with an army and three large boats. Zhang Zhang confronts Zhao while the gang hides away, and as they hide, Katara tells Aang about her newfound healing powers, which puts his mind at ease, although he promises he will never firebend again. While Zhang Zhang is fighting the other soldiers away from the camp, Aang faces Zhao alone. Aang realizes that Zhao was the former student Zhang Zhang was referring to, and he remembers his lessons about self-control. Aang can see that Zhao completely lacks it, which prompts him to taunt and goad the Admiral into destroying his own ships without Aang landing a single blow. Zhao becomes furious as Aang escapes with the rest of his friends, leaving behind a missing Zhang Zhang who vanished with the rest of his camp, except for Che. <laughs> Poor Che, man. <laughs> yeah, he came back, he's like, where is everyone? He was going to the bathroom, like, he <laughs> walked out, <Yeah. laughs> they all abandoned him. He was a chill guy. He said, uh, we I, we didn't include this in the plot summary, but when he did say, he when he said that um, Zhang Zhang was the first Fire Nation soldier to leave, he sadly said, but I'm the second. Really <laughs> like, he, he has very um surfer dude vibes. Yeah, he does. It's like, 
he can sense your fear from like miles <laughs> away. He can the, just tell. <laughs> there's a lot of surfer dude uh, voice side characters yeah. in this show. Like the, uh, the what's it called? The, the secret tunnel people. Just oh, that entire yeah. tribe. The hippies, yeah. Yeah, the hippies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it, you know, listen, it's a classic trope. It is. It's never not going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> True. So this this week's theme. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Self-control. Self-control. Restraint. restraint. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, patience. Patience. That, that kind of vibe, because obviously um, that's pretty much what Zhang Zhang criticizes Aang completely for. Um, and I mean, he proved, he proved himself right. Aang yeah. just completely disregarded um, the lesson of like being in control of what you're doing. And, you know, he's right. Firebending out of all four elements is the most destructive um he said i think he said quote like when you um a rock doesn't move if it's not being bent right bent i guess <laughs> um water i mean uh, water but water is not the... gonna fly up in the air and whip someone without yeah being exactly controlled. yeah fire though when a firebender st- starts a fire they have to put it out otherwise right. it's just gonna be destroy, a fire and yeah. destroy you mm-hmm. know so there has to be control over that That's... and we've seen that effect of that destruction already on like the natural land of uh the entire world you know when they were in that earth nation village yeah. with the spirit you know during the spirit world episode right. um where they saw that giant scar in the land yeah. um so we know the effects that uncontrolled anger with your bending and that's a theme we ex- we explore a lot through the season with zuko yeah but and and iroh's teachings but also azula mm-hmm. when we eventually see her we see a lot of unchecked firebenders who don't understand the root yeah. of firebending it seems like only jong jong really cares about that mm-hmm. so far um and i mean I would we'll even definitely say, see iroh. yeah iroh oh yeah definitely um yeah, Zhang Zhang is a very, he's a really interesting character. I guess we can go into what I was uh, referring to, like trans bending, mm-hmm. where he, when he was talking to Katara and he noticed that she has the power to heal, he seemed kind of envious of that. Yeah. He, well, yeah, he said that kind of, he's like, um, I, he's like, I don't want to destroy, I want to create, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and yeah, water bending is, it's, it's about like life and rebirth almost. Um, that's kind of like the symbolism behind that type of bending style. And then that's a complete 180 from firebending. So so you're talking about characters who kind of uh, see themselves more in the the uh, ideals of yeah. other bending styles. And they... Um, yeah, like their person, maybe their personality doesn't match with the, um, I guess, like central characteristics of that bending style. Mm-hmm. Firebending, it's all about your passion, um, obviously control, but that's not really important for a lot of people. That's not emphasized as much you yeah. know, that we see. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot, all about like passion and, um, and I destruction think, in that way. I think that's what modern firebending has become in yeah. this war. I think Zhang Zhang can, like he identifies more with the traditional origins of firebending where it comes from the sun and yeah. the breath and right your inner you know light pretty much yeah. and your inner like strength 
yeah. instead of just letting your rage control you. Yeah, that's right. a lesson Zuko has to learn way- all throughout this season, all throughout the show, and he doesn't really get it right until the last um, s- season. Yeah, with the Sun Temple episode. Yeah. So I think uh, Zhang Zhang is just, and that's why he, you know, what is a deserter. That's the whole theme of uh, being a deserter. It's turning yeah. your back against what your country has become, and he does not like what his country and what his nation has become right so he no longer he he has that kind of self-hatred with him within him um like and he like he doesn't like what he's become or what he's done in he the does past, yeah I mean. he doesn't he probably has regrets i mean being oh, in yeah, the most being definitely. in the army i'm sure he's had to do some things you know, one hundred percent. Just like Iroh, you know, is responsible for almost he's a, conquering he's, he's Ba Sing Se. Yeah, exactly. You know? So these characters who obviously we know them now and we see how, you know, um enlightened they are now, but these are old men. Like yeah. they've had a long history. All they've lived their entire lives through a war. Yeah. So it's there must be some like dark shadows in their past that they're not proud oh, yeah. of. So yeah, I, I, it's definitely coming from a place of more like self-hatred. So he probably kind of hates what he's done in the past and he qu- kind of equates that with firebending in a way. Right. Yeah, and he rejects that part yeah. of himself. Um, another concept I guess I, I was going to uh, jump ahead to, we haven't gotten to this, but uh, when Iroh teaches um, about lightning redirection mm-hmm. um, and he he said that he learned... Um, how to you you uh, transfer a flow of energy? Um, he he learned that from waterbending, like from waterbending techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another aspect of what I was kind of talking about, where um, you might have someone like Iroh who would take those other techniques and and know he he his personality is probably more of that of like a waterbender, mm-hmm. you know, a more gentle, kind soul. But at, um, at the same time, he w- is able to use those you know styles into his own his his own uh style of bending yeah his own fire bending people like jong jong and iroh they've obviously with while being involved in such a large scale war they've yeah. seen many parts of the world so you, you gotta like look at it from that perspective like a lot of benders might not be able in this time of war to see a lot of culture outside of their own nation. Yeah. You know, obviously airbending's gone. No one's traveling up to the water, you know, the North Pole or the yeah. South Pole. But firebenders are conquering everything. So they're they're in each other's nation. So people like these, like like Iroh and Zhang Zhang, they've seen so much and yeah. learned so much throughout their lives. Honestly, when I was watching the episode, when he gave Aang that leaf, and he told them him to get into like a stance. It looked like an earthbending stance. Yeah, it was a very wide, like yeah. you know, plie almost. A, a nice grand plie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I, I, it it seemed very like he he like sturdy. Yeah. He specifically yeah. said like you know ground yourself yeah. like so. I, I wonder know, that if might that... but that might be a product of uh, the White Lotus mm-hmm. because it's a network of all these. Um, powerful benders from right. different parts of the, the world mm-hmm. you had king bumi iroh uh paku mm-hmm. um uh, obviously jong jong and then the the sword guy right <laughs> i forgot his name uh it starts with a p doesn't it oh i don't even want to try <laughs> i don't i just want to move past it sokka's but, daddy yeah sokka's <laughs> daddy but um these guys they're they're 
it's almost like they're they're all enlightened in that they see past the the barriers of their own nations and they're able to learn from each other and i think that um is being uh Tra- I don't want to say translate. They intersection. They respect the the value of intersectionality among the nations yeah. and bending styles. Like yeah. they see it as one world and not like just you know nation pride and right. Like, that's yeah. it. And I think that's one of. I mean, <laughs> Cora alert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's one of. I think that's why the bending in Cora is so dynamic because right. obviously there's so much more intermixed culture. Yeah. In Korra with pro bending, yeah, right. Um, you know, Republic City. It's almost s- like when I look at like the pro benders, uh, pro bending in Korra. Is, uh, <laughs> it's like a sport. And yeah, they, it's like a three v three. A water, earth, and fire yeah, they bender have one, on each team. They have one from each because air benders aren't. A thing. Aren't a, yeah. And Tenzin's so, not in pro bending. Yeah, and was, <laughs> I I like that you said that because when I looked at like all three of them, they all like almost like had the same movements. Yeah, you know what I mean, the same style. Each one of the, even if they were doing different bending, especially Mako and Bolin because they're brothers. Yeah, they're Mako brothers with different bender. bending styles, yeah. and you know you can tell that they. But they they also had their differences, but at the same time they approached it the same way. Yeah, and they move so well together. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we we keep getting ahead. Well, I just think that that's. I mean, everyone talks, and we talk about it a lot. How just the bending in Korra is like on a different level than Avatar, and that's why because the the writers and the animators knew that these people would be studying other bending styles their whole life instead of like just a few people who've been able to see different people. And like that's a big thing. At least when we're talking about right now, where we're where we are in the Avatar world. Um, I, I would never mind like the timeline. Yeah, where we're on the timeline with the deserter. This is a hundred years of the Fire Nation just, you know, spreading global tyranny, oppressing yeah. all these people. Travel's probably not great. <laughs> yeah, so already like this, the a, a global network of like people sharing uh, styles and techniques with each other is just cut off completely. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah, we don't know what it was like probably before the hundred years, like when Aang was around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not really talked. We we don't know much about the geopolitics of that time. I know. But, I need to read more of the. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's her name? Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi. Because that's Kiora. There's a lot of like cool pre-Avatar uh, material out there that. Yeah, there is. Uh, I don't think there on. is any about like when Aang was a kid though. Like when no, but like like that point in time. What like him in diapers? Well, I, yeah, I <laughs> he's have, twelve. Well, I, what I'm talking about is like the actual events of the Fire Nation uh, destroying the like. I feel like there would be really neat comics well, about you know the, yeah, the generals like plotting it. And yeah, because we Sozin, know, uh, you know, learning about the comic. Well, so yeah, because Sozin was responsible for the Air Nation attack and that happened because roku was already dead and And we get a hint of that at at the very end of the show we we get like a the whole um backstory of roku and his death Mm -hmm. um and his relationship with sozin so we get some sort of such a great episode oh yeah perfect uh we get some sort of sense but it's not we we don't what we're talking about right now where um how open people are about sharing you know their um their cultures with each other in terms Mm -hmm. of bending not really talked about so yeah. we don't know much about that so yeah I, and when what i'm what i'm why i'm bringing that up is because um now um since we you have a hundred a whole century of just 
nothing you know the like it's only firebending and if you're caught doing anything else the fire nation will kill you, you yeah know? i mean haru imprisoned all the earth yeah hunters. so we're right now we're at a really cut off moment where no one um no one is able to share anything with each other except uh, for the daddy gamer club except for the daddy gamer clubs <laughs> just the <laughs> sorry just the one well okay so earlier speaking about roku yeah we see him in this episode we do it's a he he uh he pulls out the Karen. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Let me speak. Uh, let me speak to the manager." Yeah, I was really confused with Roku's intentions when I was yeah. watching this, and even rewatching this episode because I get it. Like Aang learns a valuable lesson at the end of the day, but I was like, "Why, Roku? Like you know the balance. Like you yeah, know the you know, you know the, the cycle. you know the order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know Aang isn't really ready. Yeah." So well, I guess I th- I guess that's why he pushed Zhang Zhang is because he knew Aang wasn't ready for Zhang yeah. Zhang's lessons on firebending, and he didn't necessarily want Aang to maybe learn firebending right yeah. now. Maybe he maybe had some he, foresight in that. For maybe sure. he wanted him to learn Zhang Zhang's lessons specifically. I think it might. Yeah, yeah. Zhang. He wanted Zhang Zhang to teach him, or yeah. Zhang Zhang. Yeah. And that whole lesson of patience and I, uh restraint yeah i have two things to respond to that one um i i think it's a valid um what's it called theory point. i guess point yeah uh, it's a genius point thank you a valid anal- analysis thank you um i think it could also be interpreted as like other other ways um one i think that because ang um actually this is gonna be the same thing because I'm Aang... gonna repeat my theory. To no, 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 okay. no, no, no. So because Aang um, doesn't know, like, if he's gonna meet another firebender, um, does he? It's it's a crapshoot, you know, in this in this time, in this period of time, he doesn't know anything. Um, he he has to like resort to some sort of way to be able to learn firebending as quick as possible because he might not have another chance, mm-hmm. and so. um, avatar roku as an extension of ang was able to kind of persuade him to do that i mean i don't i so you're saying ang just like morphed into well they're the same person i know but like it's kind of like it has to be more of roku's perspective it can't just be all about ang's feelings about the situation like roku must have had to make a conscious decision but uh, i would say even from roku's perspective he also doesn't know either i want to argue your theory because destiny um ang was always destined to learn firebending from zuko because ang is the the reincarnation of roku and zuko is the descendant of roku and uh, uh sozin that, so i was trying to audibly roll my eyes so <laughs> boom destiny nope I your theory so. sucks I roku would have known that ang doesn't need firebending from how do you Zhang know Zhang. how does he know that he is uh he is the his grandson is zuko spoiler yeah, but... alert <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> welcome to the podcast where we tell you about spoilers after the spoiled roku must know his ancestor is zuko i okay maybe yes uh, like uh, if he <laughs> so does he must but even know. if he do, even if, i'll give you that even if he does know that why does it matter like because destiny. How does he know that? Or how destiny. does destiny? You're just saying the word destiny. Because he knows that Aang's destiny is to defeat the Fire Lord. Yeah. yeah. But why? Why does Zuko? 
like why is that like an important like imperative i'm just saying that your explanation of of roku I, I, roku being like oh my god this is like the only fire nation like guy we've seen like and you got to get on this like take this trainer like but as, it makes sense i don't i think it's i think it more maybe yes in a way a little bit but i think it has to do more with he knew that Zhang Zhang had a perspective that only Zhang Zhang could offer him and it didn't necessarily have to do with firebending. How about this? If Zhang Zhang actually said no and that was all said and done, it would have just been a shorter episode. So they had to have some way to... But Aang wouldn't have learned the valuable lesson of restraint and patience. I... I, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think which then I don't morphs know, I which don't know then if... morphs into waiting and listening. What? Toph? Hello? Oh my god. <laughs> Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think I think Roku is smart. I don't think he would I don't think he would pressure <laughs> I don't think he would pressure Zhang Zhang to teach Aang firebending just because Aang needed a crash tutorial tutorial in fire blasting. I think he knew that Zhang Zhang specifically had a point of view that Aang could like use. Oh, and I, it didn't I, I think agree. it didn't really have to do with firebending. Like Roku knew Aang couldn't really learn firebending in like one okay. day with the, Zhang Okay, Zhang. when you say it like that, I agree. I don't know, something about how you said it earlier. I thought I thought I should push back on it. Okay, well, thank you for admitting that I am right. <laughs> I never said you were wrong. No, no. I just no. wanted to present something else. No, I, I, and I, I do see that point. Like, I mean, I think that's definitely Aang's perspective. Is like, yeah. I gotta get on this. You know, like this is the only Avatar... firebender I've met who doesn't want to kill me. Like, I need to take like opportunities where i can get it and i yeah. definitely do agree but it's just like realistically he's not going to learn anything in the time span he has when he like they know that yeah. they have to go to the water like the south yeah. pole they can't just hang out in a village that's two feet away from a fire festival that they just were caught at like it's literally in the forest next to this village <laughs> we, Danielle, i can't believe we've gone on this long without making a fire fest joke oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Fire Fest. Fire Fest. Be there. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what if, yeah, what if they, like, were so hyped about the Fire Festival and they showed up, it was just a bunch of white tents. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is the Fire Festival? <laughs> that Fire Festival looked lit, though. <laughs> You're talking about the show? No, the Fire Festival looked lit. I'm going to, oh, gosh. I don't. I don't know what I want to do. Lit. Stop repeating it. It looked lit because <laughs> it was a fire festival. Jesus. Anyway. Um, oh, can we talk about the... Little... Oh, Katara. Oh, the healing? I mean, yeah, and just the whole situation of her getting burned and yeah. Aang freaking out and literally... I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't know. Literally, his his solution to that was, I promise you, Katara, I'm never going to firebend again. As the Avatar, yeah. when I am going to fight an all-powerful... I'm going to sacrifice a fourth of my power just An all-powerful fire lord I'm going into battle with, and I will not shoot a single flame out of my fingertips. Never. Never again. <laughs> and he held that bar... Like, he was, like, feeling that way all the way up until Zuko. No. Yeah, yeah. He it was yeah. really it was really his chak the chakra episode when he met with the guru. Yeah. Where he unblocked it and then he was like, "Okay, now I can firebend again." 
That's 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 uh what I want my chiropractor to do. <laughs> <laughs> Open up my my fifth chakra. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the fifth chakra is located in the back. Um, I don't correct, remember which correct one it was. us. Yeah. Cor- well, there's real like chakra points as well. It's right. Not just yeah, made up. <laughs> like, yeah. like it is a it is like a therapy Actual. thing. Correct us. I don't know. Someone tell us about chakras um what's it called but yeah the the katara thing um you know ang fucked up and damn Sokka tackled him yeah he he really did to the ground um and i it was kind of weird though like in the con he like smushed his face into the dirt (laughs) yeah like uh so ang singed katara and and ang runs up he's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and then um katara like or sorry Sokka runs up he's like you just burned my sister but he's like standing there and then he like keeps on saying it, and then he just like tackles Aang. Yeah, like while he's standing. It's more, yeah. It wasn't even like Aang wasn't even doing anything. Yeah, so it, wasn't, it wasn't to like stop him or anything. It was just more of a fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but and then we learn uh, Katara can heal. Yes. Which is like, how many powers does Katara get in this in her life? What how, does she have? Another one? She can. Did she spoiler have... alert? She can blood bend. Oh well. That's like a power, like every no, not I know not every waterbender can do, but it's what it's something that every waterbender bender can practice. I don't know about that. I agree, but um, sorry, I don't agree. Healing is special is a specialty that you cannot learn un- unless you have it. So that's the difference. Is it like flying for airbending? Yeah, if you're if if you can and, and learn to for fly, fire, yeah, and you, then lava for earth uh lava might be more i think that's something you possess i don't think that's something you learn right that's what i'm saying you possess it right but blood or bending metal is a, metal bending for earth yeah metal, metal bending, bending is you every possess it. everyone no everyone no. can learn yes cora let me tell you cora bolin couldn't learn it well some people are just bad at it he knew how to actually bend metal he was just bad at it though okay i'm saying blood bending you can learn how to do doesn't mean you're good or bad at it but you can learn it healing you cannot learn i thought only a select amount of waterbenders in the right circumstances could bloodbend under the full moon like i don't think anyone could do it um maybe i if that's the case then that's it's very coincidental that katara just happened to know learn how to blood that's know what how i'm to saying she has all these special abilities i but, get it she's great whatever <laughs> right well um What's it called? Like y- the whole Yakone thing in Korra, you know, he taught his kids how to bloodbend. Well, no, they genetically have like a special okay, power. Then... I think that's like been confirmed. Like they, there's no way like n- other waterbenders could ever do stuff like that is like bloodbend not under the full moon. Maybe. I, 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 well, I, we'll have to look in more into it's it. It's like, if it's you... like, it's like, um, flying for airbending like not every you can be the best like you can be tens in level of an airbender and never right. possess the ability to fly or spirit bend like um well the, whole, the whole flying thing though is like it, it's um they equate it to um what's it called like reaching um a higher level of uh mental enlightenment being. yeah enlightenment so there's there's there is a skill set to learn for that right but know? that's also how spirit like traveling through spirit portals and stuff is explained it's all enlightenment for airbending so much (laughs) like airbending all the special powers are through enlightenment uh waterbending yeah waterbending seems like it's the only like the healing power is like the only like 
just only certain people can do this and yeah. there's no practicing. Yeah, there there is no it's it's a skill that you're born with. That's for and sure. And then like blood bending not under the full moon and water bending as well. Right. Why does water bending get on the cool things? Like they have the the you know, the full moon gives them more power, the the comet gives firebenders more power. What gives earth bend? I I know we I've t- asked this yeah. question before, <laughs> but it keeps me up at night. What makes earthbenders more powerful? Seismic shifts Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, do earthquakes make them more powerful? Um, like seismic activity. If if lo- if they if I some don't of think them so. if some of them can lava bend, which is seismic does mean, activity. Does that mean a hurricane makes an airbender stronger? Like, but yeah, barometric pressure. Pressure. Where's that from? Barometric like, pressure, like, where, like where is what? The- like barometric pressure affects the air and the wind. So maybe like when there's a barometer, like, I don't know about science, but (laughs) I do live in Florida and I know that there's something to like, or hurricanes have something to do with barometric pressure. What you're saying is there's a difference in the air. Yeah. Okay. So like a special, like a storm, like a hurricane is, is arrives under special circumstances with the pressure of the air. One could argue it's harder to control air bending when it is more windy because there's the the elements are just working against you in some fashion. Same, same kind of argument for earthquake. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's the same. I I, I know I'm not saying it is. I just need to find an answer. (laughs) (laughs) I just need to know if, if water benders get a full moon, which happens every month, like by the way, (laughs) good for them. And firebenders get this special comet. They also get literally every day. Yeah. The, the sun. Yeah. Like it, it makes them naturally stronger. So what makes <laughs> earthbenders and airbenders stronger? I need to know. Hmm. Michael? Michael, Brian? What is going on? Get back to the drawing board. Uh, tell me, please. I need to know. The badger moles. <laughs> I want to get more information on the, so, sorry, that was the couch, not a fart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't, we just talked about this because they're releasing like the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them book for Avatar. Yeah. Um, so dragons taught, we literally talk about this all the time. This is so boring. (laughs) Okay. Um, koi fish, right? Koi fish? <laughs> That's the water animal? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> but just one koi fish, not all koi fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But no, it's the moon. So not an animal. They learned water bending from the moon. E- I, I don't... I, listen. <laughs> so it's not consistent. Like, waterbenders literally learned from a moon... But like Toph is crawling around with the badger moles, like <laughs> learning, and she then like a fire it. dragon is you know breathing actual fire, and that's how like firebenders learn. And then air nomads are just they they air see a, they see a bison the... float, and they're yeah. like, yes, that is it, that is what I'm gonna do. Like I, it's just not consistent, and I need consistency. Like what what is the link? Yeah. All right, I, I'm uh, done. I, I, I don't know how to respond to this. I'm sorry. I need more information. And maybe I'm just, maybe there is, maybe the knowledge is out there already and all of the extra material. And we're just and lazy. We're just, we're just lazy. Yeah, and we, we just only started watched, this podcast yeah. ha- haphazardly yeah. without doing any research. I think that. There's someone that sitting, be. listening to this podcast right now and they're just like, oh my God. Like, obviously the the special wolf's 
originated the <laughs> art of pushing and pulling the, you know, like there's yeah. someone out there <laughs> who knows all of this. Well, start your own podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. You'll probably be better at it than us. Yeah, it's okay. I enjoy it. I like doing this. What's your favorite bending moment? It was all fire, and it wasn't like fun fire stuff. What are you talking about? They had the whole like fire show. That's boring. What? That's all flash, you know. Uh, yeah. Just no. choose one. You don't have to. Um, Katara healing her hands. Okay. It's my favorite bending moment. Yeah. Very nice. My favorite one was the firewall. Zhang Zhang oh, yeah. uh, puts up a firewall in front of Zhao, and uh, Zhao just like walks through it like a curtain, like he opens yeah. it like a curtain. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about like uh, Zhao's whole meltdown. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> or Zhao being the and the that student. was the whole that was the whole lesson of patience. I the, that was another part of like why I love the episode. I just I I like that. Um, that uh defeating Zhao that way. Yeah, well I'm I'm just saying in general, I like that way of like solving a fight. Yeah. You know, or like um not throwing a single punch and they I mean it's literally absolutely... the whole backbone of airbending. Yeah. Yeah. Aang was just doing what he knew how to do best. Mm-hmm. Not get hit. <laughs> yeah. No, I it was it was good. I Patience. Love... Theme. Yeah. Meaning. <laughs> Central. Yep plot i mean that's all i got i don't got no fun facts i'm sorry no fun facts no are you kidding me did you know that um fun fact did you know that waterbenders learn their bending from the moon oh no i didn't okay. please explain to me one more freaking time <laughs> that's how they learn all right well uh follow us on tiktok at rock relationship pod and on Instagram at Rock Relationship and our cats Toph underscore underscore Boomy. Yep. And um, hey, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please do. Thank you, Avatar. Even Bob. if it's a <laughs> yeah, we have one review right now that's not from our friends or family. So thank you, <laughs> don't, Avatar. Don't give it away. <laughs> thank you, Avatar Bob, wherever you are, if yes. you're listening. Appreciate it. Um, you're, <laughs> you're our favorite listener <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh follow us on spotify um i there's like a subscriber thing happening with apple Podcasts too yeah you can subscribe to podcasts on apple no like now it's like like paid subscriptions oh i don't know anything about that well that's just starting it's like oh. it's like new yeah or it's going to start i'm not sure anyway um yeah maybe we'll look into that <laughs> leave us a review even if it's bad honestly we want feedback we do like real constructive feedback we not ask... just you suck don't don't write that <laughs> we did ask my brother and he gave good feedback but he said it was overall good but i don't That's... know i want a meanie y- yeah i want i want to hear constructive feedback yeah sorry alex <laughs> anyway bye bye <laughs>